Welcome to the Successful Life Podcast, your go-to source for insights and strategies in the HVAC, plumbing, and roofing industries. I'm Corey Barrier, here to guide you through transformative approaches to business and mindset. Each episode will explore unique methods, focusing on identifying and addressing the core challenges in your field. Our goal is to equip you and your team with practical solutions that foster growth and success. So whether you're tuning in for the first time or you're a longtime listener, get ready to dive into a wealth of knowledge and expertise. Let's begin our journey to success together. This is the successful life. It's Corey Barrier. Yeah, come learn with me. Take you down the path of our journeys. This is the successful life. It's time to take what you learn. Apply it to your life. It's your turn. To live a successful life. You are tuning in to the Successful Life Podcast. Three, Successful Life Podcast is a space where you can hear stories from badass entrepreneurs and influencers that collectively have millions of listeners and followers. You get to hear their backstories and where they are currently. We discuss how precious your life is and crucial it is to live with a purpose and I know it. The person looking in the mirror today. This is the successful life. It's Corey Barrier, yeah, come learn with me. Take you down the path of our journeys. This is the successful life. It's time to take what you learn, apply it to your life. It's your time to live a successful life. You are tuning in to the Successful Life Podcast. Welcome to the Successful Life Podcast. I am your host, Corey Barrier. And today, folks, we're doing another solo episode because guess what? Like once again. A lot of people enjoy it. So I am a sales CEO and I work with small, medium-sized businesses. I help to increase your revenue and reduce the amount of time that it takes to get new business. That's what I do. So if you have a sales team, if, you have a, if you're a business owner, you probably are if you're listening to this, reach out to me. I'm glad to, glad to have a conversation with you about how I can help you essentially grow your revenue and do it extremely efficiently with my proven strategy. And I've done this for, you know, dozens of companies. And at the end of the day, I really love what I do. I really love helping other business owners because guess what? I was in the same shoes of the guys that I'm helping now, right? I I tried to do everything myself and that didn't work. So ultimately, I get to now help the folks that are just like me, which I love, right? We love people that are just like us. Today's going to be a bit different show. So today we're going to talk about we're going to talk about being being a dad, being a father. And again, I know this is very different than what you're used to hearing from me because I don't really talk about you know, I don't talk about my family life a ton, um, and and not for any particular reason. I just I don't know why I don't. Um, but you know, I've been married for for almost seven years to my lovely wife, Autumn, and our daughter, Alana. I've been in her life since she was three. So, you know, I have, you know, by default, I became her daddy really quick. And I got to be honest with you. Like, I'm going to be completely transparent with you. I had no intentions on, uh, I had no intentions on settling in with my wife. I had no intentions. I certainly had no intentions on dating somebody with a child. In fact, that was one of my big no-nos. I wouldn't date anybody with a kid because I didn't want, uh, you know, I've heard people call it a prefab family or whatever you want to call it. But, you know, at the end of the day, look, it is what it is. Um, 
And you know, it look, I, I can't identify with the, with with the dads out there that have been through the nine months of pregnancy, that have been through the actual childbirth, been through the crazy twos or the terrible twos or whatever they call it. I don't, I don't have experience with any of that, but I do have experience with raising my daughter and trying to teach her the right way to do things. And look, I don't, you know, I don't know the right thing about everything. Hell, I, I'm I'm just as green as you are. If you've got a 12 year old kid, right? And I don't know if you got a boy or a girl or if you don't have any kids, but the point is, is that, you know, you got to adjust, you got to adjust your life. And it, it's amazing, right? It's really cool to see how this little individual grows up to be the person that she is. Now, there are challenges with that. Fortunately, with my child, we don't have very many challenges. Like our challenges are she wakes up a little bit late. Our challenges are she stays on the phone a little bit too much. Our challenges are that's about it, you know? And so, look, I mean, I'm just being honest with you. And thank God, because I was a terrible, terrible kid, as you can imagine. I mean, hell, by the time I was her age, I'd already gotten caught stealing and burn a barn down and God knows what else. So, you know, I was wild. And that was part of the reason that I, I don't know if that I really wanted another human being like myself because I was a like I said I was a shit kid. I mean I stayed in trouble all the time. You know, as you you know, it, it is what it is, right? I mean, but at the end of the day, I didn't want to go through all that. I didn't want to go through what my parents had to go through because that was that was awful. I'm sure. You know, my mom raised us as a single mother essentially uh, since we were twelve. Well, I should say that, but my stepdad came in the picture fairly quickly uh, and uh, him and I didn't get along at all because I was an egomaniac. Well, so was he. But, you know, I I mean, you know, you, you run across this with step with step parents, step kids. Lots of times, you know, and it's it's the biological parents fault. If the kid's shitty to the step step, the the the, the step father or the stepmother and and really it's the it's the parents fault if they're married to somebody that's shitty to the stepchild you got to really think about that when you're entering into a situation to an arrangement with uh, a, a dude or, or a, a young lady you got to really think about how that's going to affect your kids you got to think about how that's going to affect their life as well as yours and lots of times we think selfishly we don't think about the things we don't think about other people sometimes, you know, it's interesting with this whole damn vaccine stuff is there. Well, think about your neighbor. You didn't think about your fucking neighbor before this. So I, I don't know why you'd be thinking about them now. Anyway, the point is, I'm not even going to get off on that tangent, hopefully. But, you know, I wanted to share just a little bit about some of the struggles that we've gone through with with our daughter and, you know, some of the things that she's going through currently. Right. I mean, it's you know, she was diagnosed with diabetes a year ago. It was almost exactly a year ago. I got a phone call. Well, he, here's what, what really happened. I just felt like something was wrong. I, I, don't, I couldn't really put my finger on it. And so we took her to the doctor and had her blood work done and all that good stuff. And five o'clock in the morning, about a year ago, I got a call. Said, you need to take your daughter to the hospital right now, immediately. I'm like, dude, she's asleep. He was like, her blood sugar was 500 and something. And I'm like, okay, is that bad? He's like, that's astronomical. You need to get her up. I'm like, she's peacefully sleeping. He was like, doesn't matter. Get her up, bring her to the hospital. So we did. And, you know, ultimately she, you know, they 
they diagnosed her as being diabetic. Now, I, I got to be honest with you. I'm not convinced. I'm just not. Um, there's diabetes doesn't run in the family. So, you know, it's not hereditary or passed down. Um, and, and, you know, it's not, look, it, it wasn't like she was extremely overweight or anything like that. It just like she had like, you know, she had like this kind of a, a like a little um, a basketball belly sort of. And, and so not a big deal. I mean, she's, you know, 11 years old. So it's like, you know, she grows out of that stuff, blah, blah. Well, now they put her on insulin and, you know, what comes with that? Well, there's, there's some weight gain that comes with that. And that's really hard on, especially a girl being her age. So, you know, and I get that because when I was her age, I got made fun of by a bunch of girls, um, in my elementary school, I was at a party, uh, a pool party, and, and these girls asked me to jump off the diving board several times. The last time, they asked me if I needed a training bra. So my goal for, for my daughter is to not to have, ever have to go through that kind of bullshit because it's not fun. It's embarrassing. It hurts your feelings. Um, you know, and look, when you're 11, 12 years old, you're you're fragile, right? I, 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 I was. I mean, my feelings were hurt. But guess what? I can't, I got to be honest with you. I got to think those 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 girls. Even though it didn't feel good at the time, I made a change. I decided to start working out and start eating right. And that summer, I lost all that weight. Now, I also grew a little bit, but I busted my ass because I wasn't going to go back into that back into school fat. I had pretty much been fat all my life, and I was just tired of it. You know, I was tired of feeling different. I guess. You know, I mean, when you look, I mean, there's all kinds of people in this world. But and look, some people love fat people and some people love skinny people. Some people love in between people. And that's okay. And to each their own. I'm certainly not knocking it. If you like to date fat women, for example, or if you like to date fat dudes, you know, I don't care. Like, that's totally cool with me. All I'm saying is I, I don't prefer to be fat. You know what I mean? I don't prefer walk around with excessive weight i i i'm i want to look aesthetically pleasing i'm married to a beautiful woman i would like to keep her so i stay in shape and that's the kind of the commitment that we have right i mean we we hold each other you know no matter what we would stay in shape and i gotta fulfill that promise because she's fulfilling that promise like better than i am and you know that's something important and it's important to me and it's important to her now look if you're with somebody that it's not important to, well, I don't know what to tell you because you're between a rock and a hard place. If you're trying to lose weight, but you've got somebody that's not trying to lose weight, then you're in a predicament, right? Because eventually this is what happens, right? It's especially with, you know, especially with when you're newly married. Oh my God. You know, that's when you're in the honeymoon phase. That's when you're, you know, you eat cake and you, you know, you just do shit that you normally wouldn't do because, you know, you're happy. You're excited. You want to share these experiences with your new bride or groom. And what happens then? Eventually, you two both start gaining weight. Nobody really recognizes it because you're both getting fat. And then one day you wake up and you're like, God damn, I'm fat. You're fat. I'm fat. What are we going to do? Fuck it. I guess we'll be fat. Or... Fuck it, I guess we'll do something about it. Now, I want to believe you're going to do something about it. Because guess what? You don't want to walk around fat. I know you don't. Nobody wants to walk around fat. 
you know, and so look, we're getting ready to start the new year. Don't be one of these people that give a bunch of damn, you know, a bunch of um, new year resolutions about going to the gym and working out and all that horse shit. Like, look, if you're not going to do it, just don't fucking say you're going to do it. It's just like I tell my daughter, I'm going to bring this back to the dad because that's exactly what this is supposed to be about. But, I mean, as a lot of you all know, I used to own a training company, a personal training company. And so, you know, I did that for a decade. So it's not like the, it's not like I've forgotten any of this stuff. It's not like I don't know how to do it naturally. So what I've done is I've started taking uh, Lana to the gym with me twice a week. And, you know, we work out like we bust ass. And and it's it's kind of cool because I think she really looks forward to the time that we spend together, even though we're working out. She still gets excited about it. And so and in my point in, in explaining that is sometimes your kid just wants to hang out. You know what I mean? They just sometimes they just want to hang out with you. And lots of times we don't view it that way. Right. We view it like it's a royal pain in the ass to go do some of these things, right? Go to a football game with a kid or, or go take your kid wherever or whatever, right? I mean, it's, but at the end of the day, we're all going to look back and wish that we had more time. We're all going to look back and wish that we took advantage of the time that we had with our child after we built our business, right? Here's the issue. And this is what I run into a lot. You know, you, you either, you got to bust your ass if you're going to be super successful because and i would think that most people listening to this would want to be super successful the other part to that is guess what i mean if you you know if you bust your ass all your life make a good living provide a great environment for a family like i do um guess what you know for me i i work a lot and, and there's some sacrifices that have to come into place there and again i know one day i'm going to look back and say you know, I wish I'd have made different decisions. But at the end of the day, guess what? I'm making the best decision I know to make right now. And that's to break my ass until I get to where I want to go. And I'm a little ways from that. But guess what? I'm busting ass every single day to get there. And absolutely, sometimes at my family's expense. Sometimes I work 14 hours a day. Now, look, I don't consider a lot of what I do work. I mean, it's, it's time consuming, but... Like, you know, when I'm working with my group coaching family, I love that, right? I love helping these guys. It's really great. And, uh, you know, it makes me happy. It makes me extremely happy to, to do that and to be able to show people, you know, how to change their business or working with my one-on-one -on -one consulting clients. I just like seeing the likes come on, right? I mean, and, and it's crazy because a lot of people don't think they're they're all they think all their lights are on, but they're not. And the reason you think that is because you just don't know, right? A lot of times, and what you've all heard me talk about this, you know, a lot of times business owners are they start out in, in a trade or they start out as an employee or as a whatever, and then they become an owner because they start their own shop. Well. You don't know anything about business when you do that. You know a little bit about your business, but you don't know about business business. And that's not a knock to anybody. But guess what? You don't know this until you've gone through it and made some mistakes. And that's just all there is to it. There's a lot of stuff about owning a business that you're not ever going to know until you actually do it and fail like I have.
multiple times. But guess what? You know what? That's not going to stop me. Failing is not going to stop me now nor ever. And does it suck? Yeah, of course it does. But guess what? I'm always going to win. And you're always going to win. And if you think about last year, every single year that goes by, you make more money. Or you should. There's no question in my mind every year I make more money than I did the year before. So why is that? Well, I'm constantly working on myself. I'm constantly, you know what? It is what it is. You should do that. You should check it. You should really pay attention this year to what you make and compare it to last year. Right? Or or, or even take the year before. You got taxes? Just look at look it up. Guarantee you made more money. And if you didn't, maybe that was because of COVID-19, or maybe it was because you didn't do shit during COVID-19. I did do shit during COVID-19 because I knew if I didn't, I was going to be that fat kid again. That's God's honest truth. So, look, here's the deal. You know, if you're a good dad, if you're a good father, you know, I often wonder, you know, what exactly, what exactly, what does that mean to be a good father, be a good dad? Does that mean you just love your kid to death? Does that mean you go and you do shit with them? I mean, there's so many different things. At the end of the day, I'd do anything for Lana. Anything. Um, and I hate that she's that she's going through some of these things right now, but she's one of the most positive kids I've ever met in my life. So that leads me to believe that somebody in this house is doing a pretty good job raising her. And I can guarantee you, it ain't me. But my wife, on the other hand, is a great mother. She's such a great mother and she's a great partner. She's a great wife. And if you don't have a relationship like that, I hope that for you. I hope that you get that because it's really important. Um, it's really important to have somebody in your life that you can count on. It's really important to feel like somebody counts on you. And and maybe that's your wife or husband or maybe that's your kid or maybe that's both. Maybe not how maybe not wife and husband. Some some folks maybe. But Look, there's a lot of people that don't have the opportunity to even have children. I mean, I don't have any of my own that I know of, LOL. (laughs) But anyway, so I just, I guess the point of the podcast is I want you to be grateful for your kid. Let your kid know that you care about them. You know, do stuff with them. Enjoy their life with you. Enjoy your life with them. And have a good Christmas, right? This is a great time of year for people that are, obviously everybody's giving, Everybody's super grateful, I hope. And look, if you're in a bad spot this year, it'll get better. It will get better, I promise you. And if it, if you're in a bad spot like I was three years ago, it feels like, it feels like somebody's got their foot on your throat. It feels like you're being suffocated. And I know what that feels like as well. And I'm just here to tell you right now that I promise you that shit will get better. Shit will get better. But you got to make sure... You're doing the work to make it better. You got to make sure you're putting in the reps or it's not going to get better. You can't just sit and be miserable and watch television all day and expect it to get better. You've got to put yourself in uncomfortable situations and make it fucking happen. So, guys, look, you can go visit me at CoreyBarrier.com. As you can see across the thing, if you're watching this, join Sales Legends. That's my Facebook group. Go join it. There's a lot of great people in there. And I think you're going to get a lot of value out of it. If there's something you'd like to hear me talk about in the sales room, in the consulting room, you know, let me know. Right. Share the show out for me, please. And look, if you enjoyed it, give me a review. This is not that hard. Everybody asked for it. Just fucking do it. 
Come on now. Come on, man. All right. That's enough for me. You guys have a great day. If you took anything away from this podcast, make sure you subscribe, leave a review, and go check out some other episodes on SuccessfulLifePodcast.com. This is the Successful Life. Thank you for tuning into the Successful Life Podcast. We hope today's insights have ignited your passion and provided tools to shape your leadership journey. Remember, greatness is a journey, not a destination. Continue your pursuit by exploring more resources and insights over at CoreyBarrier.com. Until next time, keep leading, keep learning, and keep striving for excellence. Stay inspired and see you on the next episode.